Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. What's going on, great people? We got a powerful episode for you today. You've heard that old idiom, you can't hang with chickens and expect to soar like eagles. Well, we're going to talk today about relationships. Eagles, chickens. Well, in the, let me say it this way. In the way, in the words of Bernie Mac, who you with? Yeah, man, let's go. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty. Hey, 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 what's going on now? This is Jesse E. Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Welcome to this podcast. Man, this is episode number 23. If I'm counting correct, I think it's 23. Glad to have you. Let's get right on into it. You heard this my introduction. My subject is a two-part subject. It's chickens and eagles. And technically, it's the second part is who are you with? But I'm saying it in the words of Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac used to say a lot of time when he dealt with relationships, he used to say, who you with? <laughs> so you get the way I mean it. Who are you hanging with? Chickens or eagles? It's determining uh, whether you know it or not. Who you're hanging with uh, is going to determine where you're going to go and how high you're going to fly. Ah, right, let's talk about it. Let me pray right quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to share what you have pressed upon my heart. I pray right now that you give me the wisdom, honor, give me the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding how to break it in, uh, down and to expand it into, upon the, the believer and the listener right now, God. We thank you right now that you get all the praise, all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Listen, you got to understand. Well, I, well, let me go back to it this way. When I was a kid, man, my mom, oh boy, I could talk 30 minutes just on this. So let me just say this about 30 seconds. Uh, my mom was very, very, very strict on who I hung with. Very strict. And she had every reason to. Um, and I'm so glad my mom, she's still alive. Thank God. Powerful woman, wonderful woman. I love her. I hope she's listening to this episode. Um, but she used to be very, very, very tight on us about who we hung with. Uh, and thank God, because she was that way, we never went to jail. We never sold drugs. We never became uh, 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 alcoholics or anything like that. Never got off on the wrong side of the road, a track of the road. You know what I mean? <clears throat> because my mother was very careful and uh, involved on who I would call my friends. Because uh, who you call your friends is very vital, not only when you're upbringing as a kid, but I've even heard it in the business world. I think I heard it from um, uh, Miles, not, not Miles Monroe, uh, Les Brown quoted somebody else said it, though. He said that you even when you get older, he says you you only your, your income is only going to make 
two to three thousand within the uh, uh, two to three thousand within which in the circle of your closest friends. Uh, so who you hang with is determine your altitude. <clears throat> well, my mother knew this. My mother knew this, so she would be very careful who we hung around. She didn't want us around a bad crowd because what we fail to understand and hear this is the power of influence. Let me tell you something, man. It, it, it is so amazing how influence has a strong press upon the direction of your life. As you listen to me right now, you are being influenced by somebody in your life. You're being influenced the minute you come out the womb of your mother. You're being influenced even as an older person, every decision you're making. You can have, but you can be in the car by yourself with the navigation going and you're trying to get somewhere. You're being influenced by, by someone who's not even in the car. So influence is something that is mighty and that is strong. You have to be careful of the people that you put in your circle. I'm going to give you several quotes today. Some of them I remember, some of them I got written down here. As much as people refuse to believe it, the company you keep does have an impact and influence on your choices. You can't deny that. The company that you keep does have an impact and influence upon your choices. It's no different. If you were to take a chance, if you were to take an opportunity right now, and I, and I often thought this way. And one time years ago, um, I wouldn't say I had the privilege because I was made to go do a, um, it did turn around being a blessing to me. I had to go do a tour of a jail, <clears throat> of a prison, actually. And I didn't want to go. Basically, the judge made me go. <laughs> so I had the program make me go. I was in so I went on down there as a young man and, and I did that um did that tour of that prison and it turned out being one of the most powerful, impactful things in my life. Because I, I didn't want to be there, so I was off to myself and we saw different people, you know, people in jail. But we came to one room where the where the guard said he picked up the chart that was hanging outside of the door. He said, This person is in solitary confinement. He said, This person will not get out of this room until almost two years from now, a day after Thanksgiving. He said they've been put on solitary confinement for the past three years, and they've been in there now <clears throat> for however many months that was. And then we walked on, and it's things like that I began to ponder on, and it came to me that that person and most of the people that's in prison now is there because of someone who influenced them. We even call when you're when you're uh, when you're drunk. They say uh, you're arrested for being under the influence. I love the slow words down. I love to think about words. What do they mean? They mean you are inebriated. They mean you are not. No, you no longer can control your actions. Look at you. You're staggering. You can't stand up on your own. You can't touch your nose with your eyes closed and your head tilt back. You can't lift up your feet. You can't count or uh, say the alphabet backwards. I can't do that either. Sober, but you can't do the alphabet, alphabet backwards. Look at that. You're not even under your own power. You are under the influence. Intoxicated. So when you are influenced by someone else, you are no longer able to stand on your own. You're no longer making the right decisions or making decisions on your own. Your decisions and your actions and your behavior is being based and controlled off an outside source other than yourself. 
He said, well, I'm not going to let Melissa be influenced by anyone. That's not true. You are influenced not only by people, you're influenced by the weather. We're influenced by media, which is one of the biggest influencers out there now. I didn't want to call them influencers, but one of the biggest influencers out there now. All influence is not bad influence. What you want to do is put people around you in your circle who influences you to be better. And again, in the words of Bernie Mac, who are you with? I can hear him saying that so many times in my head because I, I used to walk around to my kids and, and I used to yell to them, who are you with? And all of them used to say, daddy. <laughs> it was so funny. Mike about three kids. But listen, honestly, ask yourself, who are you hanging with? Who are, do you call your friends? Who do you spend most of your time with? And what are you doing? How are they influencing you? You got to deal with these. You got to get to yourself sometime and just think about it. Surround yourself with dreamers. Surround yourself with doers. Surround yourself with believers. Surround yourself, this is what I like here, with thinkers. Don't surround yourself with people who doesn't think. But most of all, surround yourself with those who see greatness within you even when you don't see it in yourself. Edmund Lee said that. You have to put yourself, if you are a dreamer, don't get around people or call them your close friends. And again, just for a side note, read the fine print. I'm not saying don't be polite to people. I'm not saying don't smile and be friendly to nobody. But you cannot be tight hanging with me and I can't hang with you if you are not a dreamer. If you're not a doer, you're always talking about what you want to do or what you could do. Then, you, then some of them even turn around and blame it on other people. Well, I didn't have the money to go to school. I didn't do this and that. Listen, get away from these people. Find you some dreamers. Find you some doers who, who they, they at least got something they can tell you. Not only they can tell you five things they desire to have in life, but they can show you three that they have already accomplished. Who in your circle, who is in your circle and, and who's a dreamer and what have they already accomplished? I'm going to say that again. Who that's in your circle is a, or is a dreamer and what have they already accomplished? Are they believers? Number one, believer in God, believe in Christ. I believe that. Number two, because even the scripture talks about that. You know, don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. But not only that, are they believers in uh, themselves? Are they optimistic people or pessimistic people? Do they believe the cup is half full or half empty? If everything they think of is half empty, get off around them people. If they think evil about everyone in every situation, please, I sound the alarm, run from them. If you can't go out to eat with it, say, I bet that waitress spit in that food. Why would you think that negative if you have no inclination and no sign, no proof of that? You think the worst of everybody. Run away from this people, this person. Get around people who are thinkers. They actually say things. It is good to think before you speak. 
It's not good just to talk and not even think about what you get ready to say. And do they see any greatness in you? We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. The five people that's in your life, think about them. You can listen to this podcast and and start to do the homework right now, and you don't have to tell them anything. Just go to work. If you're going to work today and you're on your way to look around them, or maybe you're sitting around them right now and you got a headphone on, look around that room. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. We're talking about grown people with relationships, people who are influencing you. Your circle of influence will always dictate your path in life. The people you got around you will always help be the light that catches your attention to show you what way to go. This is why my mother was so tight with us. Because she knew if I hung with people who was going to attract police cars, she used to, she used to, oh man, I used to think my mother was so mean. I used to think my mother was so mean. I used to think my mother was so uncool. I used to, I used to tell her stuff like this. You just don't want me to have no friends. I remember one day my mom got tired of hearing that. And she said, I, she said, uh, I said to her, I said, you just don't want me to have no friends. She said, Jesse, I just know you're wrong. I just don't want you to see the back of a police car. <laughs> I had to admit when I got in my room because I was on punishment after that. I said, now that was a good comeback. I couldn't argue with that. No, it's not that I don't want you to have no friends, but I know the friends you hanging with. And if you don't change your ways, you're going to be with him in the back of a police car. You are better than that. My mother saw greatness within me. And she strong with a strong hand kept me on the right path by removing me from that circle of influence. And then as you get older and the closer, listen to this, this is Dr. Octavius Bishop. He said, the closer you get to your destiny, the smaller your circle of influence should be. You hear that? The closer you start getting to your destiny, the smaller your circle of influence should be. And that's for a lot of reasons. One, when you start getting to your destiny, your design place that God has for you to be, people are, you're going to have a lot of haters. They don't want you to get there. They don't want you to be there. And that's just, just not being mean and pessimistic. This is just being truthful. This is being truthful. This is, this is a cold, cold world we living in. We have more, I don't want to say more, but you have a lot of people who do not want to see you happy. They don't want to see you flourishing in the way you're supposed to be. But thank God, if we're going to say that, we got to say this too. It's not everybody. But it is still true. The closer you get to your destiny, the smaller your circle of influence should be. Separation is a requirement for dedication. If you're going to be more dedicated, you have to learn to separate yourself. This has to happen so that the tone of God's voice is without distortion. Distortion. So even when you begin to reduce your circle of influence, 
because you're becoming more dedicated and committed to your destiny. The reason why it's happening is because you have to begin to hear more of God's voice without distortion or distraction. Is that not exactly what Christ did when he went to the garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane to wrestle with his destiny? You remember Jesus fed the multitude, but then the multitude left and he sent them away as well. And he walked with his disciples. Then he left his disciples and 12 and carried three with him because now he was stepping into his destiny. His circle of influence decreased from multitude to 12 to three. Then once he got to a certain place in his life with the three, he told them, stay, stay here while I go yonder to pray. Told him to pray. He separated himself for dedication, dedicating himself to what he was created to be so he could hear God's voice without any outside distortion or distraction. That is proof right there that that statement is true. See, your circle of influence is more powerful than you think they are. Your circle of influence will have you thinking like this. Things that you can't control or things that you can't change. Watch this. You can't control other people. But you can't control your attitude. So you need a circle of influence around you that have you help you think the positive way. You can't control other people. But what you can't control is your attitude. You can't control the weather but you can't control your mood. Well, it's raining today, so so I'm sorry. I may get grouchy today. I'm just going, I feel blah. You have allowed the weather to influence your attitude, your mood. You have allowed other people to influence your attitude. Things you did wrong in the past, you and I both can cannot control that right now. But you can control your reaction to good and the bad that has happened in your life. I can't control how other people treat me. But I can't control how I treat other people. So even then, I'm I'm allowing things to influence me in a certain way. Who are you associating yourself with in your life? It's an old saying, birds of a feather flock together. In other words, similar people find each other. But I got a problem with that. My problem is this. Okay, if birds of a feather flock together and I keep flocking, I keep finding myself flocking the feathers, flocking the birds with feathers that I don't like, it's time for me to get new feathers. You hear me? If birds of a feather flock together and it's true, you can have a plant with 7,000 people working in it. Uh, You can have a school with 4,000 people in it and give it a little time. All of the people, all of the bad people are going to start finding out the other bad people and they're going to hang together. 
All of the wealthy uh, uh, people going to find the wealthy people and they're going to hang together. But if you are flocking, if you're causing people to come around you that you don't like, then you might need to grow some new feathers. Not only get you a new circle, but grow some new feathers, become a new person, get a new character, get a new outlet, get a new mindset, outlook on life, get a new mindset. Be picky about who you keep around you. Because personalities, words, and traits, they do rub off naturally. Be picky who you keep around you. Because personality, other people's personalities, their words. If you hang with somebody who's every five words, nah, I've seen it worse than that. Every three words that come out of their mouth is curse words. And they do it naturally, habitually. Even if it don't come out your mouth and start to get in your head, it's stuff rub off. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. Don't be afraid to upgrade your flock. Well, you think you bad. You think you are. Let them say what they want to say. I just know as I look to my right and look to my left, I cannot fly with what I'm hanging with. Yep, I told you about chickens and eagles, but I'm saving that for last. If you're the smartest person in your room, I can't remember the person who said this. If you're the smartest person in your room, then you're in the wrong room. You need to put your little finger up and exit out that room. You got to align yourself with people that you can learn from. Get you get around people who want something out of life. Get around people who are going to stretch you. They're going to call you to look higher than just where you at. Oh, man, one of the great uh, uh, things that came to my mind is you got to realize, too, that giraffes don't hang with turkeys, turtles, excuse me. Giraffes do not hang with turtles. Bishop Jakes put in his book one time about a um, how giraffes and turtles don't see the same. When I, when, when I read that, I probably went two days. I closed the book. I went two days just thinking about the illustration of giraffe and turtles. And I came up with some things in my head and not only what I read in that book, but things that I found on my, on my own, like they don't hear the same. You can't take a 23 foot giraffe and a less than eight inches from the ground turtle and tell me they hear the same. They don't move the same. They don't walk the same. They don't eat on the same level. They don't have the same vision which means they don't have the same influences. You know how silly that looks? A giraffe walking around with a turtle trying to run in the race, talking about we best friends. It's going to stunt your growth. 
And that old saying again, as I, as I named this thing with, if you hang with chickens, you're going to cluck. If you hang out with eagles, you're going to fly. Now, that old idiom about chickens and eagles, what is it talking about? It's saying you need, basically saying that you need to hang with people who are going to force you to go to another level. Hang out with people who are going to force you to be the best you can be. I think they say a chicken can only fly about, what was it? About four to six feet high or four to 10 feet high for a few seconds. But an eagle was designed and created to soar. They don't eat the same. They don't hunt the same. Their outlook is not the same. Their eyeballs is not the same. You are reducing yourself down when you have put yourself around a circle of influence because you was born in the same place doesn't mean you must die in the same place. Because you came into world in the world together doesn't mean you're supposed to hang together and leave together. Doesn't mean you're gonna end up the same way. There are many people, including Jesus himself, who came in one way and went out another. If you can't tell when you are surrounded around idiots, then I have bad news for you. You might be one of them. Joel Osteen said you cannot hang out with negative people and expect to live a positive life. And that was that was pretty good. Eagles don't give flight lessons from chickens. Eagles don't take flight lessons from chickens. And that's what sometimes we are doing. We're getting advice from people who don't know how to soar. They have no dream. They have no passion to go nowhere. This episode here is better and mightier and more powerful packed than you can imagine. Because hopefully it's taking us and making us look at our circle. I don't care what the age is. You're never too young and you're never too old to examine your circle and say, wait a minute. Am I hanging around the chins? Or am I hanging with eagles? And how do you know which one you're doing? Which one is causing you always to have your head hanging down? Which one is always talking about the way the world is and how it ain't going to get no better? And how you got to look on the ground for scraps? You're always making noise and complaining. Don't you know I could not find a sound for the eagle? Because eagles, the eagles move in silence. They move in silence because they don't want to be heard when they're hunting. Chickens ain't hunting nothing but a handout. Quit hanging with people who are looking just for handouts. I had to give you that chicken sound because it got on my nerve. I just cut it off. If you're hanging with chickens, they should get on your nerve. Cut them off. Get around some eagles who position themselves in a certain place that looks like they're lonely, but they are there strategically. They're there to catch their next meal. They're there to look and hunt for what they're getting ready to do, what they're getting ready to seize, and what they're getting ready to accomplish. So in the end, I would say this again, in the words of Bernie Mac, who are you with? Because who are you with? Probably going to be who you're going to, probably will determine who you're going to end up with and how you're going to end up. But it's time to grow. 
I remember the last thing I'm going to say, I remember saying this. If you do not have a strong, powerful circle of influence, someone that would encourage you to be the best you, someone that would teach you how to grow spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally in every area. When I don't have nobody like that, because I think I came from this area, then go to the library and rent you one. There are authors out there who have developed self-development books, books that will highly influence you to be the best you you can be. If you can't go to the library, then go get on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, a different podcast level, and find you some podcasts that's going to be a circle of influence that's going to influence you to be the best you that you can be. Because I'm telling you right now, you got destiny ahead of you, and it is time to pursue it. I appreciate you listening today. I hope these few minutes made a strong impact on your life. Know that I love you, and I'll see you next time. Be blessed. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.